Hello, everybody. Are you happy that I'm back? Are you happy for episode five? I'm going to tell you that the last, last Friday, this past Friday, I recorded a whole episode before I went down to L.A. for the weekend. And I kept hitting the effect buttons, and I was like, they're not working. They're not working. And then I listened back. They were working, and they were over the entire recording. And I was like, fuck. Well, I guess I can't use that. If I knew how to edit, I guess I could. But I'm not, I'm not that, that smart yet, so that ain't happening. Um, also, I went on a rant that I felt like maybe I could clean up a little bit because I was on some caffeine, I was hyped up, and I was talking to my sister about some things, and I was like, let's save that. It's a sign that maybe I should table that um, that topic for now, and we'll move on and get back to it at a different time. So this is the new episode five, but you don't know that because this is the only episode five you're getting. Um, I just drove a few hours from... Uh, LA back to where I'm staying in Central Valley California where it's a cool 104 degrees beautiful beautiful weather I just tore apart my suitcase in the back seat of my car because I couldn't find my keys that were in my um, purse so yeah I was I was like oh, that's it I can't find my keys I'm peeing right here I'm peeing outside this is what's gonna happen and if anybody who knows me knows that when I have to pee, I got to go, got to go, got to go right now. Got to go right now. I'm going to pee my pants. I've peed my pants more than once in my life. As a child, a teenager, and an adult. Okay? Don't judge me. Um, uh, what do I want to say? So this past weekend was great. I met a couple girls from my Instagram, which was awesome. Went out and had some drinks. And then I went and had... Um, a little woman's group. I, 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 uh, I, what's the word? Attended. I attended a woman's group with this woman, Kat, and her friend, Lonnie, who she wants to be called Lonnie, but her name's Leilani, and how beautiful is that name? I'm sure people fuck it up all the time, though, so she's probably like, just call me Lonnie. Okay. Pero Leilani es muy bonita. Um... And they did a thing called Sip and Chat. So if you're in the Long Beach area, you should look up, look it up on Eventbrite or Instagram or whatever. Um, and it was just really unexpected, unexpectedly awesome. I didn't go in thinking it was going to be bad. I just didn't know what to expect. And there's a lot of people sharing, women sharing their, you know, struggles or what they're going through at this stage in their lives and goals and what they feel like is holding them back and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, let me drink some more of this wine here. Sip and chat is a nice little idea. Not little, it's a nice idea that all you only see, that I could only see getting bigger because it felt good. It felt like I'm saying this shit and these people are like, don't care. They'll, I mean, they care what, what I'm saying, they're not judging you. And then the two women running the show were like, so let's stop right there. Why do you feel that way? Let's stop right there. Let's get to the heart of the matter. And you're like, no, I just wanted to give you a synopsis. I don't want to get to the heart of the matter. 
So, and before I left, I wrote down, before I went to this um, group, I didn't know what to expect, this sip and chat. I was a little anxious, but I was like at my hotel room and I was like, I'm gonna, I was like, oh, because I was thinking I can't post that podcast about ranting about me and my sister's conversation. What am I, what's the next one going to be about? And I keep being like, you know, you should do depression. You should do anxiety. I'm like, I'm not really feeling that right now because it's a deep topic and it's like a lot. So I'm like, I feel like I want to talk about something that's relatively lightweight, I guess, (laughs) ish. (laughs) Um, So I was sitting in the hotel room getting, changing for the 40th time And I was like, oh, let me do knowing who you are. So, and it came up in the sip and chat um, group. And I was like, I just felt like it was just a sign. I just felt like perfect opportunity to discuss it. So I've been kind of mulling over it in my head. And then I decided, oh, let's just talk about knowing who you are. And that's what we're going to get into, ladies and gentlemen. So sit back, relax, and... Kick off your shoes and uh, grab your tea, your vodka, your champagne, your mimosa. That's what I got. Pack your bowl, roll your joint, eat your edible, whatever it is you want to do. And let's talk about this. Now I'm going to press the effect button and see what happens if I can hear it. There we go. Someday I'll post that that fuck up episode, or I, and you'll hear the clapping. Like, just I just keep pressing it because I'm like, why can't I hear it? And then I play it back, and it's going on and on and on. <laughs> so I was like, well, well, there goes that. So I I don't think we can discuss knowing who you are without discussing your childhood, because I feel because not I feel it seems to be we all operate on a subconscious level almost all the time especially emotionally it's all subconscious we don't we can pinpoint things about people that upset us but it's because it's touching on it's hitting something in subconsciously inside us from our childhood and you can roll your eyes and you can be like I'm done hearing about this fucking childhood my inner child I'm done everybody's talking about it it's the new thing it's the new wave the inner child but it's true because even um, even I was reading, side, side note, about taking deep breaths and breathing fully with your diaphragm, diaphragmatic breathing, if you will, and taking those deep, deep breaths and how they like in, rejuvenate you and make your organs work better. You know, you're getting all the oxygen and how we only chest breathe because of habits we built up as children and that our traumas or our like fears as children had us like that's our sympathetic nervous system response is to breathe fast with our chest and we've never learned to fully breathe and fully engage our lungs because we're all in that kind of fight or flight path that fight or flight response always so that's probably why taking deep breaths and slowing down brings us back to the present because we're like here we are now i'm not fighting I don't have to breathe shallow breaths in my chest all the time. That's why we always have to remind our patients to take deep breaths. Take deep breaths. Don't want to get pneumonia in bed. Take deep breaths. Boom, boom. Take deep breaths. So do that right now. 
Inhale for four seconds, hold it for three, exhale for six. I'll do it with you. And if you're laughing and rolling your eyes, fuck you, do it anyways. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. That felt good, right? It's the one breath you're getting. All right, so back to the knowing who you are. And I think that a lot of the times what we come across is people being like, I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what I'm worth. Nice. Good for you. Maybe not all of us are there. And maybe you're not really there either. Maybe part of that is your um, defense mechanism, which some of us don't know who we are yet. And I'm 36 and I'm not saying I don't know anything about myself. I know things about myself, but do I know who I am? And, or is the majority of my thoughts and beliefs about myself things that I was told as a child that I was ingrained in me and that I believed all these years? And yet maybe you should take a second to think about whether that's true for you. Or why you don't try to do certain things because you think I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough. Maybe you, ha but you might ha you have those beliefs for a reason, and they're not always your words or your beliefs, they were put on you by your parents or your siblings or your grandparents, whatever it was when you were a child. So I'm just speaking my truth. For me, I always felt like I was stupid or um, I was, you know, I'm fat and stupid. Like those are my solid beliefs in my mind. Like maybe I'm book smart, but I don't have common sense or I'm going to fuck up or I don't deserve this. Those are thoughts. Those are like repeated patterns that I have in my head. But um, I don't know what yours are. You know, everybody's is different. Everybody has their own belief systems about themselves. And you're not, like, you're not worthy. Or, like, maybe you felt like there were certain things in your life that you wanted that you didn't get and that you realized that maybe it's because I don't deserve it. And it's not about material things. Maybe it's about, like, time or affection, love and affection or consideration for who you are as a person. And that's just passed down from generations to generations because our parents had their parents do the same thing and their parents did the same thing. So, but it's our job, once we become aware of our subconscious and our inner child, to change it because then you don't want to do that to the next generation or you don't want to put that on your children or your family members or your nieces and nephews or whatever it may be. You don't want to put it on people who come into contact with you in life. Because we're all bumping up against each other, our subconsciouses. We're all like, our, in, our, chil our inner children are bumping up against other people's inner children. <laughs> we're just operating, like our emotional intelligence is so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like beginner level. We're just shallow when it comes to emotional intelligence, deep emotional connection and understanding. Because nothing people do or the moves they make are all in accordance to their truths in their own lives and the things that they've learned and believed about themselves. So I'm not, it's not excusing bad behavior, excusing things that people say or do to you that affect you. That's not what I'm saying. But when you can kind of get a bigger picture about why, why you treat a person a certain way or why you get yourself involved in a situation where you're be tr being repeatedly treated the way you've been treated, you're childhood and you when you, once you identify that and see that it doesn't mean you're gonna 
be like, oh, I'm never doing this again. Obviously, we're, we, you know, we're only human beings and we're learning and you can't solve this problem in a hot second. But once you start to identify it, it becomes more and more difficult to sustain that situation in your life or to be in that in that relationship or have that friendship where you're just like, or be at that job where you're like realizing this is affecting me because I've um, kind of bonded myself with this person or this position and I, and I did it in a way out of like fear or out of my belief system believing this is all I deserve. <sighs> Woo, take a sip. So, yeah. And I think I want to touch on the relationship I was in when I was in my um, 20s or late teens. I was like 19 into 20 or 20 into 21. I can't fucking remember. Um, and, oh, excuse me, my little microphone cover is going left and right here. I was with this um, man, and I and I, for the record, I was 19 or 20, and he was 32 or 33 or 34, and that's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing with me? I'm dumb, obviously. You should be less dumb, but... I think about it now, and I'm like, dude, would, I'm 36. Would I date a fucking 20-year-old right now? No. 25-year-old is pushing it. I'm like, that's my little brother's age. That's a little much. But for some reason, this guy, was he wanted to date me, and I thought, that means I'm worth something. He likes me, so... That means I have to date him. Isn't that kind of sick? It's not even like, it's not, it's like this feeling that I have, me personally, I don't know if anybody else can identify it, but like, you're going to get in trouble. It's so sick. If you don't reciprocate what someone's giving you, like if they, if they tell you that they like you, then you have to accept that and like them back or something. I know that's twisted and some people might not identify with that, but that's true for me. And so a part of me was like, never really did like him. But I never acknowledged that because I thought that that's what I deserved and that's what I, if he's going to like me, then this is what it is. And I remember thinking everything was so final, like, this is it. I have to marry this guy. I have to, like, live with him forever. Like, that's, you know, that's, that thought process will get you into some scary situations. But you, yeah, I realized quick that I wanted out. And then getting out was a whole other situation. But this, he was very mentally, emotionally abusive physically at some points, but mostly mentally, because what, what fucked with me most was that he would tell me how I am or who I am about and what, what, how I felt about certain things. And I'm like, and when people do that to you, it's fucked up because if you come in from a place where you like really have low self-worth or low self-esteem, you do believe what people tell you is true about you because you're like, well, it must be true. It's what they see because you don't really know who you are yourself or how you like, you're just learning how to interact with people and how to like have relationships. You are all growing. So you start to think that if they see that in you, it must be who you are. But no, that's not, <laughs> that's not always the case. You know, there are times where it's true, obviously there's exceptions, but in this situation, every, this person didn't know who I was at all. And partially because I didn't know who I was and he was 
fucked. So God, who knows what kind of trauma we were bumping up against there. Like we were, they say the new lingo is trauma bonding. And that's for sure. His trauma was, was obviously way too much. So he would say, he would tell me like, I'm just going to give you an example. Like I was, we were at a gas station once and this stays in my head because I just remember thinking how fucking crazy is this? But I remember reversing, trying to get my gas cap to reverse and match up with the gas pump. And there was a car behind me and I'm looking in my side view mirror and he's accusing me of looking at the man in the back, the car behind me and telling me that obviously I wanted to fuck him. I mean, I'm telling you, that's the abuse. That's the level of crazy I was dealing with. But, and, and when you're in that situation and you've, you've already started to begin to believe what they say about you and you're like, is that what I'm doing? That must be what I'm doing. I'm a bad person. Like, it's just the abuse is like fucked. And then, so I, that was at a stage where I was already, already kind of in the middle of the relationship, not towards the end yet, but I remember being like, there's no convincing him that, 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 that that's not true. He believes that about me. And maybe it is what I'm doing. And maybe, maybe I've, maybe I haven't realized that that's what I'm doing. Like that, talk about like mind fuck, the layers of mind fuckery was going on. But me as a person, like my heart and my soul knew deep down that that's not who I was. So the little, the little girl in me, or the piece of me that know, that kind of observes the person, the observer, if you will, or whatever it may be, sees that, that, that no, Jen, <laughs> no, this is not okay. You are not doing what he's saying you're doing and you're not who you say, he says you are. But it took a while to get to that, to have those thoughts at the forefront and to believe that for myself out front in my front of my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's, a, that's just a piece of the pie. That's just a piece of my life. And um, yeah, as a kid, you know, my parents or my mother used to think I was lying all the time. And even though I did lie about, you know, I was a kid, I lied a lot. But there would be times when I wasn't lying and there was no convincing her that I wasn't lying because she already had that. Maybe she had this belief that I was a liar. I don't know what she thought, but she had definitely a belief at that point, whatever the situation was, that I was 100% lying because maybe behaviors that led up to that action had been evidence to her that it was a lie. And for me, it wasn't. So I, I've like always had this kind of anxiety over people thinking I'm lying. So I know that that's from like growing up and feeling like, like, oh, you don't believe me. Like maybe I am lying. I know I'm not lying. I'm not lying, but you don't believe me. And there's no way, you know, when you're a kid, you don't have any backup. You're like eight, nine years old. You don't have like anybody to prove to you, like to help be on your side and prove that you're not lying. So you're just like, well, it's my word against my word. And if you don't believe me, that's it. It's just, that's the case. So when things come up in my life where I feel like I sound like I sound like I'm lying or I feel like I'm lying even when I'm not. So I have like this, like, I've always, you know, I've been learning to deal with it and learning to be like, Jen, this is, you are an honest, caring, loving person. <laughs> you're funny. You matter. And what you're saying is the truth. Like, you don't have to get nervous and feel like you're lying or make excuses or, 
or feel like you don't want other people to think that you think you're better than them or you you know everything because you don't want, you know, I'm like, I'm not thinking I know everything and I'm also not lying to you. So like th that battle's kind of like, kind of, I don't know. It's kind of toned itself down as I get older, the more like, the, I don't know if it's the years or the work you put in to kind of understanding yourself and understanding your behaviors and, you know, journaling and talking to therapists and kind of reading self-help books. And like, it, I'm like, is that work? Or, or would I have inevitably came to this point myself anyways? Like, had I never talked to my therapist about, you know, my mental health? Have I never read these specific self-help books? Or have I never grown on this path in my life? Would I have eventually come to where I'm at right now? I mean, I don't know. This is the, that's the... That's the rub there, I guess. So I don't know if it's because I've put in work, but I do know that who I am now is like, I'm only just, I'm only going to get better. <laughs> I'm going to fall back. You know, you take two steps forward, you take a step back. It's just the way life goes. And that's why, that's what's important about understanding the spectrum of ups and downs in your life and understanding that just because you figured one thing out doesn't mean you'll always have it figured out. You might forget. <laughs> You might forget that you're like, oh, yeah, I am worth something. Like, I do matter. I have a lot to say. I am fucking amazing. I am so amazing. And you guys are amazing, too. What would you get offended about in this? I got to say something offensive. Go fuck your mother, okay? How do you feel about that? That's offensive. Email me. I got the artwork for this podcast done and I look <laughs> like a fucking comic book cover and it's so cute. It's so cute, guys. Oh my God. And I've definitely touched on this in the past about people telling you things about who you are, what they think that you believe. Like people will really try to tell you what the reasons why you do things. And you're like, you don't know me. Only you know you. Like only I know why I do the things I do. And even I don't always know that. So what makes you fucking think you know why I'm doing it? <laughs> I'm still learning who I am. I'm still learning. Not even it's not learning who you are and it's not even knowing like knowing who you are. It's remembering. It's it's accepting and realizing that there's nothing to fix, only things to reveal. Only, you only have to pull back these negative thoughts about yourself and these negative beliefs to reveal who you really are. Because you don't have to fix it. You only have to open up and see it. And then, you know, that inner child, that scared inner child might close it back up and you forget again. But your light is always there. Who you are is always there. Unless, unless you go, you know, way over to the dark side and you do terrible things and you never get a vision of who you are or an understanding of your source, universe, God, whatever it is you believe. You ever sometimes say things and you're like, I have no idea where that came from? That's what I just did. I feel as though sometimes it's just spirit guides or something around me just being like, this is what you mean to say and I'll help you say it correctly. That's what. We all believe in spirit guides and guardian angels. Are we atheists out there? As Kat, uh, Kat would say, my friend, my Instagram friend, what'd she say? Hellions? <laughs> heathens, that's what she said, heathens. I'm like, that's me, I'm a heathen, I like that. I like that word, I'm a heathen. 
even though I'm not a heathen, but it does sound like a fun little play on words to be like, I'm a heathen, but you really are good to people. I guess is what I'm saying. So, yeah, well, you know, there's so much more to this topic and so much. I remember a kid side. This is not a side note. It's on this path. But a friend of mine, I was dating. I'm not even going to say dating. I was talking. Remember that phrase? Do people still talk to get to know each other to see if they want to date? I was talking to this kid and I was like, he seems like a decent dude. But once again, I was in that stage of my life where I was accepting kindness or attention from men or the opposite sex as a meaning of defining my worth, as a mode of defining my worth. And when you're functioning from that level, it's, it's bound to be no bueno. It's, it's going to teach you a lesson for sure, for sure, for sure, as they say in California. It's going to teach you a hella lesson, a hella lot of lessons for sure. I think I mixed two slang California terms, hella and for sure. But I, so I was talking to this guy and I realized, you know, I, I ignore my gut a lot and I'm, I've learned to stop doing that because your intuition is a uh, muy, muy strong. So I knew in my gut that I didn't like this guy, that I, I liked him. I'm not saying, but something about him and me wasn't going to mesh well. And I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. And it took a couple of weeks, you know, and um, I had known I had met a girl he had dated. I didn't know at the time when I met her, but then I found out that they had recently dated. And I thought she's, she's such a special human being that I'd rather be friends with her than ever risk having a relationship with this guy. So I am good on that front. I'm all set. But a friend of his and a friend of mine was trying to tell me that I was only, you know, talking to the girl, the ex-girlfriend who I would consider a friend or is like, I was only talking to her because I wanted to get information on him. And I was like, that's no, that's not, I don't even like him. I don't even want to talk to him in my head. I was thinking that, but I'm listening to this kid and I'm like, is that why I was like giving way too much power to people telling me who I am and what I believe. And I'm like, I know that that's not why I was doing it, but you're going to tell me. And had it been today, I would have been like, no, that's not what I was doing. And thank you very much. Have a good day. I don't give a fuck what you think. But then I was like, oh, maybe I am doing that. Maybe I don't even realize I'm doing that. Like, no, fucking no, buddy. I was going to say booby. No, booby. Fuck you. <laughs> no, booby. I was start saying that instead of buddy. Listen, booby. Booby, come here. Come here, booby. Listen, what's up, booby? <laughs> You're not going to tell me who the fuck I am, booby. Instead of buddy, <laughs> this is my friend. This is my friend Jan, and this is this is her booby Joe. <laughs> All right, Jan, that's an, that's not funny. <laughs> so that's another just example of of things that stay in my mind about people telling me things about me that I know that a part of me understands not to be true, but a stronger part of me believes what they say. So it's that little voice that you have to be like, no, no, that's not who you are. You know why you do the things you do. Maybe you don't fully, you know, you know your intentions. <sighs> but then, you know, we can go, we can go off about intentions. That should be the next episode because it doesn't really matter. 
what your intentions are if you hurt somebody or if you do something fucked up. But that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about good intentions and good outcomes and being a decent human being and treating people the way you want to be treated and learning and growing and evolving because that's all this is about here. I should have named that the podcast, Growing and Evolving, but don't get offended is way better because the fuck word is going to come out of my mouth uh, way more. And I'm going to say way more offensive shit than I am going to say enlightened shit. But, yeah. So, give yourself a break if you don't fully have your fucking perfect understanding about who you are as a person. Okay? We're all fucking learning. You don't have to be like, like, think that you're so solidified in this person you believe yourself to be. And then you don't give yourself room to grow. And you don't give yourself room to have grace and love who you are and learn to grow and change. Because you want to be so solid in this belief about knowing exactly who you are. And it's okay to know pieces of yourself and understand yourself and know you're, you're worthy of love and affection. And it's also still okay to fuck up and find relationships and situations where you're not fully in that place where you're not giving your all or, un or understanding your worth. I'm not saying live there, but I'm saying it's okay to happen. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself a break. Sometimes we need a fucking break from constantly wondering if we're doing the right thing or if we're on the right path, if we're doing everything for the right reason. Jesus Christ, like, give it a second. As the ladies in Sip and Chat would say, sit in that. Okay, sit in that, okay? Sit in feeling like shit. Sit in not knowing the fucking answers. Because we don't. We don't know the answers. And not everybody does. Even the, you know, you don't have to climb to the top of a mountain to look down to realize that you didn't have to climb to the top of a mountain to figure your own shit out. You know, try, like the like the alchemist, you don't, you don't have to, if you haven't read it, read it, but basically sometimes you just find out that who you are inside has been there all along. I've read that book so many times and then I listen to Amanda Seals' podcast. Oh my God, if you don't listen to Amanda Seals' small doses, I don't really know what to tell you. She's fucking awesome. If you like to listen to me ramble, you'll love her because she's just on a whole nother level of creativity and just, she's just amazing. But she talks about The Alchemist too and I'm like, yeah, dude, that book really is life, like, not changing, but eye-opening. Eye-opening. And if you have any books that you've read that felt like you've changed your life, you can email me, comment on the YouTube video, podcast, whatever. Or if you have any personal experiences about feeling like you were told about something that you did about who you are as a person and you didn't believe that and you feel like you've realized that and you're learning to follow your gut and to kind of reveal your own spirit and your own goodness to yourself. Holler at your girl. There's no AC in this room right now, so I'm sweltering hot. Uh, oh, once again, the email is didyougetoffended at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at jenniferlin42. My Instagram is just me at the gym posing on my right side, mostly. Sometimes it's my butt. Not my naked butt, just my butt and leggings. Sometimes it's you know, a random picture of nature. It just goes to show that that's where I, like my Instagram is me figuring out what I'm doing with my Instagram. <laughs> 
it initially started because I was on this weight loss journey, which never ends, and I was using it for accountability. And it's been a long time, and I'm like, do I, you know, some people will still tell me, you know, your Instagram helps me, and I'm like, oh, that means a lot to me. <laughs> is it helping me? I don't know. How is it helping you? Just seeing me go to the gym? I appreciate that. That means the world to me but you can follow me on instagram if you like to see that stuff and uh you can also get updates on when i'm going to post the next podcast and when it's going to be on apple and yada 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 and uh f facebook at Gen jennifer hill on facebook but you know i guess there's three million of me so but i'm the only me okay don't get it fucked up um, and if you share similar experiences or if you know what I'm saying, comment, like, subscribe, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So that's episode five of Don't Get Offended, guys. Thank you so much for just reaching out and telling me that you loved it and telling me that you had a friend listen to it or telling me that you agree with what I was saying or whatever it is that you, any positive feedback has been really good and I appreciate it and so much love to everybody and until next time ciao